A Great Life, Grace, and Grass. No, not that kind. This is the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, Episode 149. Hey there, Tony here, and you're probably going, Tony who? Do we know you? I know, I know, it's been a long time, um, I think about six weeks, maybe a little bit longer since I've actually uh, done a podcast. Maybe it's been a couple of months. Yeah, I'm not sure that I did one in May, or maybe May, middle of May was the last one. Anyway, I digress. I am really sorry. Life kind of got in the way. And I hope you can relate to that. But uh, it's a great life. And that's my little segue right into the first segment here. Uh, I want to let you know that the Rhyme and Reason podcast is brought to you by the words music and voice guy, TonyFunderberg.com. That's me. I always uh, have been trying to find where I wanted to fit myself in there. But, uh, yeah, the words music and voice guy, TonyFunderberg.com brings you the Rhyme and Reason podcast now. Anytime you hear it, it's being brought to you by me, TonyFunderburk.com. And I like to say on there, I'm on the job, body, soul, and spirit, or your money back. So no matter how much you're paying for this podcast, you'll get every bit of it back if you're not completely satisfied. But now, um, on to the life which I now live. Uh, and I want to get into that. I want to talk about how it's better than the one I lived before. Okay, so you may be saying before, the one you lived before, what, huh? Okay, well, think about this for a bit. No one is the same person from birth to death. You ever thought about that? You're not. A tiny baby is the most innocent of all God's creations, and an old man is the least innocent. Well, what happens between is a result of choices, thousands and thousands of choices, can you say you've made only good choices in your life? I know I certainly can't, and I can't even say that when I make good choices that the results were always good, but, you know, life just doesn't work out that way. But I can say the life which I now live is better than the one I lived before. And it's better than billions of other people on the planet. And it's all because of one choice. If you've listened to my podcast, um maybe even once before. You probably know what I'm going to say. It's about my faith in the Son of God. I discovered how much He loved me, how much He loves me, and how much He gave Himself for me, and, and what that meant to me and Him. And Jesus made a far greater sacrifice for the world than just His death on a cross. In fact, dying on a cross wasn't unique to Him. Think about that. He wasn't the only person who ever lived who was tortured unjustly and, and died on a cross. And I, I'd ask you to bear with me because I promise this isn't disrespectful or blasphemous. It's not about that. Jesus' death on a cross was the manifestation of God's undying love for us. Unbelievers, uh, some in my own family, take issue with the brutal and bloody scene of crucifixion. They say Christians are just fixated on blood and gore. 
Of course, nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, if you're like me, you cringe at the thought of those merciless floggings Jesus endured and those nails being driven through his hands and feet, that sword being stabbed into his side and fluids just flowing out of his dead body. It's horrible and hard to imagine. But here's the part I want to get to. What made Jesus' death on a cross more significant than any other ever is what it meant to Jesus himself. It meant that he would forever live as God the Son and the Son of Man in the flesh. Like I said, think about that. For eternity past, Jesus had always been spirit. But once he took on flesh and bone and died for your sins and mine, he became a perfect man. The blueprint by which we can all measure ourselves and discover how much we need redemption. I mean, he's perfect. We're not. Far from it. And that's why I can say the, the, the life which I now live is better than the one I lived before because I know beyond the shadow or even whisper of a doubt that I will live forever with my living, loving Creator. Okay, listener, do you have that same assurance? Are you absolutely sure where and how you'll spend eternity? Because if not, it's not too late to change. But one millisecond, one nanosecond after your last breath, it'll be too late. Don't wait. Here's a little rhyme to help you remember. The life which I now live was bought for me, and I'll live this purchased life eternally. And one day I know that everyone will see just how true these simple words turn out to be. It's a great life. It's a great life. What makes it great? It's not average. It's not normal. It's not ordinary. It's great because it's going to last forever. Ever. Forever. Think about that. That's a long, long time. It never, time without end. Okay? Now, how can you get there? Like I said, it's a choice. But when you consider, like I said, that death that Jesus endured, you know what that brought on. You've heard the song Amazing Grace. I mean, you've heard that even if you're not a Christian. It's, it's in movies that have nothing to do with Christianity. And you can be strong in grace, but not just any grace. The meaningful things in life, they don't come easy. There's no Ringo Starr song. You know it don't come easy. But anyway, um, I hope that doesn't burst any bubbles for you, by the way. But it's the cold, hard truth. Even if it seems like someone else has it easy in life, I promise you, they don't. They might have some parts easier than you, but the things that matter most won't come easy to anyone. And because of this truth, you need to find a source of strength you can always depend on. A source you know can... You can turn to again and again and again. That source is grace. No, not some lady named Grace. Not Will and Grace. It's an 80s. Is that 80s? 90s? Anyway, I'm talking about the grace your Creator provided for you, namely in the person of Jesus. Oh boy, he's getting back to that again, right? But you can be strong in grace when you understand what a price he had to pay to give it to you. Think about pro athletes. I know lots of people uh, follow sports. I don't follow it like I used to, but 
it's a big deal to millions of people. And nowadays, many of the uh, pro athletes make a ton of money each year. But they don't get the, they don't get paid the big bucks to be a pro athlete. No, they don't. They get paid to perform on a level the rest of us can only sit on the sidelines and watch. If they don't work hard and stay on top of their game, they can easily lose their jobs. Or how about this? I relate to this more. How about farmers? Just think, they, they get to be the first ones to eat the fruits and the vegetables and the livestock that they grow. In fact, they can take from the cream of the crop, but they deserve it because they did all the hard work. And I know from personal experience working on farms in Kansas that um, uh, how difficult it can be to work on a farm, how, how difficult it is, not can be. Farmers have to get up before dawn and most often work till after dusk. And they, they deal with too little or too much rain, bugs, shaky commodities markets, and so much more, not to mention the government. Oh, but I just did, didn't I? And they rarely or never get the fame and fortune heaped on pro athletes, even though they feed the world. Talk about needing to be strong in grace. Well, if you're struggling uh, with where your life is taking you today, I have a suggestion. Make a conscious decision to trust God, trust Jesus, and lean on His grace. I can guarantee you'll never regret it. Never. And here's a rhyme to help you remember, okay? You can be strong in grace. You can be sure your life is worthwhile. You can be glad for every moment you're alive. And when you're strong in grace, you can face the day with a sure smile, knowing one day soon the Savior will arrive. You can know that. You can absolutely know that. And even though you may be strong in grace, and you might even be the greatest... I'm doing a little reference now to Muhammad Ali, who died recently. He always called himself the greatest. And uh, well, a lot of sportscasters and all that, they did too. But even if you are, even if you're the greatest in whatever, you're still like the flower of the grass. Hmm. I guess I better explain that, right? You ever noticed how unimportant grass becomes to most people once a lawn uh, or field is mown? You ever notice that? Don't even... Even the flower of the grass quickly becomes an unremembered memory. Just a fleeting part of a fleeting day. Who cares, right? Well, you should, because you're just like that, in a way. I've already lived over six decades. Gosh, it sounds weird to even say it out loud, but it doesn't seem like more than two could possibly have passed by that quickly. I mean, really, it, just doesn't seem like there's more than two decades. But they have. They've gone by, and um, I got the silver hair and the extra lines in my face to prove it. But, hey, don't make me prove it, okay? And over the course of all those years, I've done a, a lot. I've sung thousands of songs thousands of times. I've traveled across the United States multiple times. I've made and lost plenty of friends. I've written books, songs, poems, Articles for myself, customers, clients, friends, family, and just for fun. And at times, I've made a fair amount of money. Other times, I've struggled to make ends meet. I've shaken hands with some fairly famous people, and I've had some brushes with fame myself. I don't ever, 
I don't think I really ever talk about that on here. But uh, anyway, no matter how many awesome things I've done or experienced, it's all going to be like the flower of the grass one day unless, unless I go to heaven. And I'm going to heaven. And even when I go to heaven, most of what I've done or experienced here on earth will be like the flower of the grass, withered and forgotten, because it didn't mean anything. But what won't be burned up or forgotten will be the things I said and did to display God's glory, the songs I wrote for Him, the poems I wrote for Him, the, to- uh, the times I talked about Him to anyone who would listen. All those things will go with me and be part of me forever. You can say the same thing, too. I mean, if you choose to go to heaven. And it's all in your hands to choose. But you have to choose while you're still here on earth. I know I harp on this a lot. But like I said, one millisecond after your last breath, it's going to be too late to choose. Choose what, you ask? One word. Jesus. Here's a question for you. Why would you not want to choose the one person in all of existence who can give you eternal life? Why wouldn't you want to choose him? Why wouldn't you want to? Don't you want to be more than just the flower of the grass? Wouldn't you prefer to be a twinkle in God's eye? I know I would. Well, I think I've harped on that enough for this uh, episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. And uh, this is Tony Funderburk, the words, music, and voice guy for the Christian market. I'm on the job, body, soul, and spirit, or your money back. That's who brings you the Rhyme and Reason podcast every time, TonyFunderburk.com. And as always, I, I really want to thank you for tuning in, for supporting my words of music. And, and uh, like I like to mention, you can discover my ebooks or tell other people about them, how they're on Amazon.com or Smashwords and iTunes. Yeah, I keep forgetting to say that, but they're on iTunes. You can buy my books on iTunes. And uh, you can subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and tell your friends to do, the, do that. And uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I've been changing things around there lately. Circle me on Google+, Plus for those uh, of you who are still on there. Follow me on Twitter, and you can watch my videos on YouTube. I've got a few more for little kids, special personalized music videos on there, so be looking for those. And you can even find me on that tiny little social media known as Facebook. Or you can use the social media links that you'll find below each one of my posts at TonyFunderburk.com. So that's me signing off for this time, this episode. I'm going to say this week of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. And until next time, may God bless you and keep you.